Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Kate Varnas, a certified coach and human design specialist who helps coaches and consultants get paid for their brilliance because they're aligned with their human design. Oh, I love that. Kate, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Oh, you're so welcome. Can you expand a bit more on you know, where you are with your business today and who you love to work with? Where I am with my business today is wanting to work with people one-on-one because I see that's where the biggest transformation can happen in that customization. Mm. And the human design has been something that's, it just opens the window of discovery for people. Oftentimes when they first start working with me, the biggest aha is that they get validation. Something they knew was always true within themselves, but they weren't quite sure whether or not they could believe it or lean into it. And then on the other side of that, the things that they maybe are are thinking they should do, Mm. that they now get permission to say, nope, that's not for me. That's pretty powerful as well. That moment is, I think it's huge to get that. Again, if we were joking offline about how people, some people use this and rather than being a crutch, but having that validation of, see, I told you I wasn't crazy. I'm just not designed for this type of work, engagement, whatever it might be. So that, you know, step one is always awareness. It always is. So with this one-on-one work that you do, it's it sounds almost almost instantaneous with the results that you have and how to explain it with, okay, let me tell you more about yourself that, huh, I was going to say that you already knew, but deep down, I think you already knew it. I now get to validate and, and we can work from there and leverage it, right? Right. So I've been a trained coach since 2012 and I've applied that in, in other settings for personal growth. But then as I trained through human design, I reawakened a part of me that is has such a strong intuition. And I'm seeing that come forward in interesting ways. So when I'm looking at someone's human design chart, it there are certain pieces that I look at and make note of or um, are sparked in me, or I might get an image in my mind. And I've even gone so far as to create my own little uh, chicken scratch drawings that people... St- sort of see as this portal in a way, there's a kind of a catalyst experience that people have with me where Mm. they then open up 
to a new way of being, there's an energetic around it. So that's, um, I've, I've lost my question, my answer for oh, your we, question. We've already gone off on different tangents. I asked, I asked, <laughs> right? asked what this podcast just, is all about going wherever wherever is being let and sort of that's what I, I bring to the human design is that intuitive piece of like okay here's what this says but you know what about this how does that resonate with you hmm. so there's been an expansion within me and then that in turn um helps my clients to expand within themselves yeah so it's not just here's here's your human design here's what you're all about go read a book, blah, blah, blah. You're like, you're their guide. You get to be with them on this journey. So participation is so important. And for you to use your intuition to bring out what, what you feel needs to be said or disclosed or just expanded on can make such a difference. Yes. And it's absolutely uh, amazing for them to experience that kind of deep listening and that the intuitive use of human design, which it can be used in other ways, and that's perfectly fine. But the way that I incorporate it is, um, I know there's some, there's a little extra bit that comes in and people have yeah. said, remarked about how powerful it can be. Yeah. So let's, let's add a bit of tangibility to this because one, as a coach, two, working with human design, there's a lot of intangibility to this there's a lot of benefits come from your work but it's hard to put it down and all the you know, so many marketing experts say you need what is a tangible end result what is it that you get and it's like hold on it's it's a little bit nuanced with this kind of work so if we can try and work out and just see that that tangibility what is it that your clients have sort of found have been able to do or achieve or get thanks to this information and this guidance from you so I have a, a great example, and this person was a successful business owner for over a decade before I came in contact with her, and she's a projector. Um, that's one of the five energy types. I believe you and Katie are also projectors, right? Mm -hmm. And she was running her business in a way where she was constantly in depletion and burnout and anxiety. Even though she was doing her, her job so well, she felt so anxious when she was in with the clients. And then afterwards, because she had pushed herself, she was having headaches and feeling sick after her big clients uh, in-person days. So right from the start, looking at her chart and seeing how much um, openness there was, where she was absorbing other people's junk, you know, like a sponge taking it in, the knowledge that this dynamic was happening for her and that really she needed to rest in a whole different way and receive support in a whole different way than is the sort of cultural norm for business owners. We went from, in three months, from her feeling so anxious and sick from client, from how she was approaching her business, not new to business either, to her feeling like, she said to me, I, I think I've come home to myself. She was showing up with such confidence in who she was at her clients, mm. client meetings that, and she wasn't saying more. She was saying less. People were asking for her opinion. There were some really quick and easy techniques that she could use 
to create a different dynamic in her client work. And then that in turn created a different experience within herself. So knowing about how she is designed allowed her to create a life and a business that were more aligned to what's natural for her instead of wasting all that energy, mm. just trying to do it in a way that wasn't correct. And there's a nuance there. It's, um, as you said, doing the work that she loved and was good at, yet still feeling drained. There is a level of this slight um, misalignment going on there, you would think. But if you're doing the work that you love and you're good at it, it should be fueling you and energizing you. So um, coming home to herself to find that, that she needs to rest. She needs to not let these feelings and thoughts that aren't her own stay within herself as she, as she invites them in. It's a tough place to be. But again, that knowledge allows her to maximize the time, actually rest, fuel her body. So much to that. Right. And then creating boundaries. That's all part of that as well. Mm. But once she was able to see it from this other perspective, that there's, you know, this, this natural way of being, she was able to come in as the observer that she's so good at being an observer and a consultant. She was able to do that for herself. And so from the very beginning, she began to be, invite that observer self into her interactions mm. at work at home. And the perspective was completely different the dynamic was completely different. And so then the, of course, awareness is always that important first step. It doesn't feel like you're taking action, but it's actually an essential piece of any kind of change. Absolutely. So with, with your business, obviously you've, you've been coaching for, for a long time and bringing this sort of nuance, this modality into it. It's given you much more to sort of work on. It's maybe a new angle. Maybe it's even fueled you and given yourself more energy and vigor as you found, ah, oh, here's something that's unique and beautiful um, and makes you slightly different from you know, a lot of other coaches out there. What's your journey been like as, huh, as the entrepreneur, as the solopreneur going through this? Because again, what you get to do, what you want to do is like, this is amazing. However, oh my gosh, I've got to wear all these other hats. <laughs> and as we're describing, you're not set up to do all these different jobs none of us are so with your knowledge and being a solopreneur and growing your business what is that dance like so my um human design type is manifesting generator so if you're out there listening to this and you are also what i call mg right manifesting generator you're going to want to do a thousand different things and it's actually correct to be juggling a number of things. You just need to know that not all of them are going to get finished. And so that created kind of a chaos in my initial yeah. online business experience because I wanted to do all these different things and I would tr throw spaghetti at the wall and then throw spaghetti at another wall. So there was a bit of a chaotic beginning for me and yeah. human design helped me to settle into a way to focus my coaching in uh, a different way. As far as the things that I'm not good at, one of the things that being a manifesting generator can create is there's a lot of last minute, getting to things at the very last minute, which makes it hard to send tasks off to a VA. 
if you're not ahead of the game enough. So that's one of the areas where I still haven't quite reached a resolution. I have worked with virtual assistants, Mm. but I find that I haven't quite mastered or gotten that central bit of messaging there so that I would be able to rinse and repeat in, Mm. in my marketing, which then allows you to really utilize some of that additional support. So that's one example of using assistance to delegate. Uh, you can't do everything in your business. And certainly I've I've done use consultants or one-off type things. But right now my business is more in the, the building stage. Mm. And you know, I haven't reached the leverage stage that where you really, you have to do that in order to, to be sane and continue. <laughs> Right. right. Oh, so is, is this? Are you in the fun, the exciting, the creative stage, which is also terrifying and exhausting? And there is so much going on. Um, what's it been like for you? As again, you you know all this stuff. You know how you're set up, but still, there are jobs that that need to be done. What's it been like for you as you started to come to terms and sort of work through those, those initial phases? One of the the best things that I did was to have a business accountability buddy. And so she and I have been meeting for four years. We met through one of the those big online you know marketing programs that you yeah. see. And she and I help support each other four days a week. We meet, we check in, we're on a similar path. And so if you don't have someone to uh, share the journey with, who understands what's going on. I I think that's such an important piece. Mm. My life, I would have given up long ago if I hadn't had that kind of support. That helped me process. So in a way, that's a bit of delegating <laughs> that you wouldn't normally think of. Uh, some of the other tasks I've found, found uh, people to take care of, but I've also let some things slide. And so there's a, a big piece in that follow-up when you make that initial contact with someone, if you're not following up and nurturing them and you know letting them know what it is that you do and the specialness of what you are, that piece can you they can fall through the cracks. And then that's a big gap in in the process. So I'm I don't have everything figured out. I'm in that process, but now a couple of years into this understanding what the online space looks like i've focused in a different way um mm. yeah because as you as you start to move as you change through your business things morph and the challenges change and then there's a new level and oh my gosh this thing that wasn't a problem is now a problem this thing you wanted is now bringing you something else you need to to work through oh my gosh it is it's relentless in the in the the evolution um and i'm glad you found people to go through because as an entrepreneur it can be lonely it can, it can be such a lonely even with supportive family and friends around us but if they're not entrepreneurs they may not quite understand and maybe the advice or the the comments that you get may not be entirely helpful although it came from a, a nice sort of <laughs> caring place right. so, 
Right. Yeah. They're, and they're oftentimes they're just trying to be supportive or trying to protect you, but they have no idea, you know, what, what goes into it. I think it's so important for us as solopreneurs, especially in that growth phase to stop telling ourselves the lie that if I just push through right now, or if I just work harder right now, then I'll be fine once I hit this stage, because that mentality, you never finish, you never get to the finish line. So it really is about cultivating how much is enough for right now. What can I, what's really, truly important and who can I find to help mm. support me here? Or is this something that's even aligned with, with me? And yeah. that's one of the biggest ahas that I've come to at this point is to realize that all the strategies in the world don't make a difference if you don't know who you are and what you're supposed to do because you're wasting so much energy trying to do it a certain way, trying to fit into that cookie cutter method that may have worked for the other person, but it's just not aligned for you for whatever reason. Yeah, and, and now we're going full circle to what you said before about you know, working out how to communicate, how to get your message out there into the world where I think we said offline, it was about, you know, you, you know, what it is that you do it's the experience your clients have with you but how to communicate that how to effectively do this and this just comes back down to to marketing and being able to be aligned with yourself there's all these different strategies and techniques and, and and gurus out there saying here's what you should do and here's the way to do it but find the right thing for you personally and your business i mean we fell into that trap years ago oh my gosh doing the wrong kind of marketing didn't quite feel aligned i mean wondered why it wasn't quite working once we became aligned with who we were, what our business was about, who we're actually serving, things became easier, more, more playful. So it is a general dance as you try and work out how to communicate. So that's what you're going through right now. What is my message? How do I eloquently say this, that the right people hear me and understand? And it's, it can be tough to find that voice and maybe that, that confidence, right? Mm. The, the people who I love to work with the most are women who have been in this, you know, trying to get their coaching business or their online consulting business off the ground for maybe a year or two. Mm. And they maybe came into the process thinking, if I just have the right strategies and tactics, everything's going to be great. I'll just put, you know, just do it. I'll decide to decide all of that kind of mind-based um, pushing mentality. And then they realize, well, wait a minute, maybe this isn't how it is. Maybe they're wondering, like, is this normal that I'm feeling like constantly questioning myself and, and whether or not I know what I know, you know, the, the things we call imposter syndrome. So I love working with people at that point because they, they're curious to know what is it that I'm missing. And then we can look at their human design and kind of see where they're at and uh, what it is that they've tried, where it is they want to go, and then find that direction that's going to be more in alignment. Because it's a process. It's a process to figure out what it is that works for you and what feels good for you. When you're trying to force things and do things that don't feel good to you, and I'm not talking about just like getting used to being on camera, like that's a skill base. I'm talking about like going into someone's DMs and, and trying to to make a connection, right? That can feel really wrong to some people and it may not be the right strategy for you. Mm. 
but acknowledging that because when you don't acknowledge it and you force it, you people can sense when you're not feeling good. Yeah. To but me, that, the yeah that nuance. Which what you just said, mm-hmm. perfect example. But there is a nuance to: is this fundamentally wrong for me, or am I just uncomfortable? And maybe we, I think deep down we know, but it's we can convince ourselves that no, it's fundamentally wrong rather than no, you just haven't done it before. It's just new. You just have a misalignment with with sales and outreach. It's how to change that perception, change how you're approaching something, changing what you're engaging in, knowing your your makeup and what fuels you and what doesn't. So it's taking all these different elements, all these ingredients and creating the the best soup possible for you. Right, because it's not just about having the business that makes money. It's about having a life outside of the business and, um, you know, when you're at that leverage stage to be able to go away on vacation and the business doesn't mm-hmm. bolt, you've got those systems in place in a way that allows you to have a sustainable prosperity. Beautifully put. So what's, what's on the horizon for you? Where are you going? What is the dream? What do you want? My dream is to have... Uh, enough one-to-one clients that I'm, you know, making that big impact on and they're coming home to themselves, like the example that I gave before. And their life is completely shifting. So with this particular client, she went through the three-month epiphany coaching program that I have. And then she changed so tremendously in three months. I was like, how is this even possible? And I said, okay, well, now that you've changed, let's look at your relationships with the important people and let's com- do comparison charts and let's see how how they're thinking about things and how you might create this new version of, of who you are. So that's, um, we, we've gone forward with that. Uh, there And there are many other examples that I can give, but just uh, continuing on that one in particular. So it, it can expand beyond just who I am, but it starts with who am I. Yeah. And what, what's on the horizon that you're looking at and thinking, hey, there's a challenge that I'm not quite ready for or I'm not looking forward to, but you know, you know it's coming your way. Mm. No, I'm really up for I'm up for what will come to me. It, my design is to really learn through doing and learn through yeah. experience. And so there aren't mistakes as long as I'm involved in that process of evaluation. Um, I've gone through and, you know, done some books. I anticipate that there'll be uh, a human design type book uh, on leadership and human design, I think coming forward for me at some point. Um, I would love to get that rinse and repeat thing going so that I've, I've got the delegation in a way that feels solid uh, that takes some time too, right? To create those systems, train yeah. someone on, you know, what's your, what's acceptable well, levels like of it's, it's certain finding things. Voice. It's finding your voice with your marketing and the relationships that you build with prospects. It's finding your voice with your team to be able to, to delegate, to eloquently describe what it is that you're doing, your vision, the purpose, what people should be doing. So finding that right voice, which is, it is trial and error. Again, 
there's something as failure. We can bounce around all these different words, but yeah, you get to work out who you are and how you want to show up and always bring it back down to play. I think that's a, a huge thing I want to just throw in there. Mm-hmm. How, when we're out of alignment, when we're into hustle, we're into grind and not the good kind. Oh my gosh, it's it can be so tough. So bring it back into play, back into alignment. Things always feel a little bit easier and lighter. Absolutely. Yeah, the playfulness. The playfulness is where your spirit lights up, right? Yeah. That's magnetic. That's attractive. Uh, and it's more than the words that you're saying. It's it's your um, energetic aura, so to speak. Yeah. People can tell. You there's a you can Ooh, see when are. somebody is like Let me, put their stake I, in the ground. I believe in this and I won't put up with that. Like you just said to me earlier, and this is a live epiphany, they just bolt out of the blue. You told me that you're struggling to find the right words and how to communicate with your audience. You've also just said words don't matter. <laughs> it's about the energy and the feeling and what you bring into it. Right. So once you can start to leverage, because words don't matter. We know that all the research says words only is it 15, 20% is the words. The rest of it is the, 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 the tone, the body language, all the subliminal things that we as humans pick up on. So the words, oh my gosh, how much of a, whoever's listening, how much of a relief is that if you believe it, that the actual words don't matter too much? It's the energy, it's the authenticity, it's the alignment that you bring to this. You can say the wrong kind of words, but the right people will feel it, will hear it. And I think there's something beautiful within that to explore it for, for, for ourselves. There's something beautiful within that of, that just feels like a bit of pressure has been lefted, right? Maybe, <laughs> or is it just me? Yes, totally. So the the focus then is not on finding the exact words, which... You know, in, in speaking through this with you, I think I'm noticing a bit of conditioning, a bit of limitation around the idea that I have to have my marketing buttoned yeah. up and perfect and I have to choose only one type of client, let's say the client going from anxiety to peace, right? It doesn't have mm. to be that way. And I, because I know that I help people in different ways, it's whatever their transition, whatever their situation is, like we'll find a way to get them from where they are to where they're going. Mm. But um, am I the right person to do it? That's where my energy is doing the talking. As opposed to being so generalized, like, oh, I help you accomplish your goals. Right? What does that even mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's not like everybody's saying, everybody's saying that. So this is, I think, really p- particular to online, the online business world. Whereas in, um, I had a brick and mortar business as a professional organizer for um, 15, over 15 years. And so, you know, I got clients through speaking engagements. It was in the newspaper, right? All of those different things. And it just naturally led to other work. Online, there's a lot more people speaking at the same time, but there still are, are opportunities to get out there and the network to build and i've been building that over the last few years beautiful well kate i wish you all the best as you continue to grow and scale and, and find your right voice as you reach more and more people um thank you so much for sharing not only what you do and what it can help other people with but behind the scenes what it's like for you as you as you grow your business 
Thank you. It's been great to talk with you today. Oh, you're welcome. Look, if people want to find out more about, about you and the works you do, where can they find you? Uh, they can go to katebarnass.com and uh, find out more about me there. Awesome stuff. So everyone, if you're curious or like, hell yes, this sounds amazing, go check it out. But Kate, thanks again. This has been so much fun. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark. Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.